So we are giving the power to people to actually be in control of what they own and make better decisions by actually putting uh, the fund in low-risk investment to just to help them grow their finances. Welcome to the Cardano Source Podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Edwards, and on this weekly podcast, I catch up with a range of Cardano innovators, thought leaders, and changemakers who are using Cardano to make an impact within the world of cryptocurrency and beyond. As Charles Hoskinson puts it, we are Cardano. And if you permit us, we'd like to change the world. If that sounds like you, then make sure to subscribe, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Blaine Edwards, and today we are joined by Josiah, co-founder of Thrift Finance, a DeFi wallet in Nigeria, which is being built currently on Cardano. So, Josiah, bro, thanks for coming on the show. Hello. Uh, thanks for taking the time to, to have a chat today. Um, to start off this podcast, could you uh, do a quick introduction on who you are and what you do? Hello, everyone. My name is Josiah. I have a, a little bit of experience in the banking sector. There's one year. After that, I started my own business. It's been two businesses uh, since then. One of them uh, is focused on bridging IT gaps for local businesses. And the second one is focused on helping uh, uh, e-commerce entrepreneurs to start uh, their business successfully. So out of those two, which one is Thrift Finance or is it both of them? Uh, both of them is not Thrift Finance. Thrift Finance, Finance is, is, the, is, is the third one. The third one. Uh, uh, the two I mentioned are uh, previous businesses, uh, okay. which are still running anyway. But Thrift Finance is the latest and the third one, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, yeah, Thrift Finance, uh, I'm the co-founder of Thrift Finance. We are trying to bridge a financial inclusion uh, uh, gap for Africans. Okay, so when you say bridging the financial gap, what does that that mean? How big is that gap at the moment, and what is the problem that currently exists in Nigeria when it comes to uh, the financial system? Uh, primarily, uh, the major problem uh, has to do with the uh, inefficient uh, saving system right now. Why do I call it inefficient saving system? Ordinarily, uh, a savings account, for instance, if you consider the banks, because a lot of people use the traditional means to save here and uh, as well used uh, what is offered by the banks. So uh, let me give you an example for you to understand uh, a little bit about what is obtainable here. Uh, here, inflation rate, for instance, in Nigeria, where I am, it's at 18%. 18%. Right? Yes. And then bank interest for fixed deposit. This is not ordinary savings account, but it's fixed deposit is about uh, tops 4.5%. Okay. So ordinarily, if you are saving uh, with the bank and deflation rate is at 18% and bank interest for your fixed deposit, which could be six months or one year, is 4.5%. Obviously, you are losing money. Mm-hmm. Because okay. of that difference between the inflation rate and the interest rate. The, yes, yes, thank you. So, um, 
aside from that, because aside from that, you find out that a lot of people are still using the traditional means to save. You find out local businesses that still do what to call a form of, here we'll call it sort of a kawo, right? Uh, what happens is this, an operator, we meet uh, businesses or business owners, and then we'll collect a certain amount that those business owners are willing to save daily, mm-hmm. right? So they'll collect it from them. And what these operators normally do is they don't go and keep it in the bank, no. What they normally do is they save the ones they could and use the rest for safe investments. Okay. And uh, in this scenario, you might, uh, you might think, okay, these uh, operators will give some kind of, some kind of interest to these savers. Mm-hmm. But it's not, it's not what is uh, happening. Actually, the savers will pay the operators a certain amount, very minor, but a certain amount in form of, uh, uh, as a form of uh, the money they are paying for the service these operators are rendering to them. And what did you call that service? It's Akawo. Okay, is that so? Akawo. What's that? A C A K A K A K A W O. Akawo. There are other ones like um, Susu, uh, Ajo, and the rest of them. Most of them have unique features, and these are Afri- existing African um, systems, you know, okay. that people are still using today. Okay. It's, it's effective for a lot of people, yeah. you know, because of what they think is obtainable right now. Yeah. And when you look at it critically, you find out, like the one I described, you find out that the saver is actually still losing money because you are giving someone the money to save for you they usually do it daily. You contribute. Yep. If, for instance, I, I want to contribute um, um, uh, uh, a thousand naira every day, it's, I'll be giving the operator a thousand naira every day from my business in form of savings. Yep. Inflation is still affecting the saver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in this case, he's still paying the operator a certain amount to actually use his money to do business. Okay. You understand? You're paying the operator to still use your money to do business. And so that's the Ikawa, Ikawa system? Yes, and that's, that's the Ikawa system. And that's the common system in Nigeria? Yeah, it's common among business owners. You know? And then you, you talk about, uh, you talk about uh, 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 the SUSU system. The SUSU system is more of uh, a cooperative, right? Okay. Uh, what happens is this. Say in an office... It's mostly popular among uh, civil servants and then uh, uh, businessmen, you know, and not just anyhow businessmen because the, it's kind of a little bit of a, uh, they segregate a little bit. They don't allow everybody to join the cooperative, mm-hmm. right? So, for instance, a student that wants to join the cooperative cannot join because they will, will evaluate you and okay, you don't have a steady means of income how you're not going to meet up with the demands of the cooperative. And normally how the, what happens in this cooperative is this, they contribute a certain amount of money. Say for instance, four people formed the cooperative and they decide, okay, um, every month we are going to contribute 50, 50,000 naira. And what happens with this 50, 50,000 naira they will contribute is 
they will give it to one, one of them, one of their members, to go and solve his problem. So that next month, they will still contribute 50,000 50, naira to give to another one of their members to solve his problem. So people use these kind of things to, in a way to sort out immediate and then problems that they, they need to be solved sooner, but they okay. don't have the cash to solve it sooner. Okay. Right? Yeah. For instance, you're having a building project or you're about to pay your children's tuition fees uh, or you want to push in more money into your business. You, it, 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 it's a little bit uh, harder to wait for like four or five months before you get your whole money complete. Assuming you are making 50,000 Naira every, every month consistently. So what they have, what the situation, this year, the settings will help you is to get the entire money you need. Instead of waiting for five months, you get it at once and solve your problem. Mm-hmm. Right, and it rotates till every member of the uh, cooperative gets his own share of the amount they are contributing. So you understand why the the, the cooperative is a bit segregated, but they need to know that you you they can trust you mm-hmm. that you you are you are sure to get that certain amount of money at the end of the month. You know, yeah. and you are going to contribute and not uh, a bail on any member. You know, so it's common among group of people that understand each other. Okay. So not everyone can participate in that not model. Everyone, not everyone can participate. Because you need a lot of money. Because you need a lot of money and they need to check other data, like I mentioned, for them to be sure that you can actually join them. A student cannot join them. Someone that does not have a consistent means of income cannot okay. join them. And, uh, you know, Okay, so the data that they need, so they, they want to know that, um, I guess, in hist- a history of, of you having enough cash, enough money, and a history of being able to pay back things. If, if you're a civil servant, they have to verify that you're actually a civil servant. And what happens is this. If he's among civil servants, it, the, the, the cooperative will be among his colleagues or her colleagues. Yeah, like civil servants will not normally go out to have that kind of cooperative with a businessman, but there are settings where they have. Okay. But before they do, they have to verify your business, verify a lot of things. Okay. And there's another one also that is used to support. Uh, uh, okay, say a farmer, you know, that wants to start uh, 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 his farming uh, during the farming season, and they doesn't have enough money to push into the, uh, the, the, the farm. Mm-hmm. So there are still cooperatives that sort of support the farmer and then get the reward, uh, the get farming. their money back plus interest yeah. at the end of the farming season when the farmer must have sold some of his, uh, sold his produce. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sort of a crowdfunding uh, uh, mechanism, but it's traditional. Uh, it's kind of like crowd crowdfunding this this money to give to the farmer, but then the yes. farmer has to then pay uh, these people back plus interest. How much kind of interest is it? Is it? Um, yeah, the, the, the interest uh, for the amounts that you contribute uh, it's usually on on the farmer's side. Uh, it's usually about twelve percent. Yeah, 15%, and in some cases, 5%. You know, it depends on, 
on uh, on what the farmer is expecting and what he can actually because they've been in the business for a while, so they understand what to expect. Okay. Okay. Right. So based on that, they are going to take loans they can afford to pay back. You yeah. Know? Okay. So where does thrift finance come into this? So considering. I guess what the financial so, system um, looks uh, like. Tree at, finance, uh, yeah. where it comes into this. Normally, um, when you look at all the systems that I've mentioned, you find out that if either is segregative, or you have to meet certain conditions, or you you as as the saver is losing money through savings and paying charges as well through inflation. You are losing money through inflation and paying charges as well. So uh, tree finance comes in uh, to help uh, solve these problems. How we tree finance do this? We are building a wallet that can allow people to do sort of piggy bank savings. You know, I believe piggy bank is popular every part of the world. I believe it's still in Australia, right? Piggy so, bank, yeah. Uh, it's, yes. It, it's, is it uh, popular in Australia? Yeah, yeah, I know piggy bank, yeah. Yeah, where you build your box, little box, and yeah, then yeah. you put in a certain amount of money. Yeah. Like one yeah. or two bitcoins. So consider, yeah. consider Trif Wallet as, a, as a, a kind of box that is on a blockchain. Yep. You know, you have full control over, you know, that you put certain amounts of money that you want to save in, in, in it. Okay. Right? And this money could be uh, uh, in stable currencies or okay. in ADA or in the native token of the wallet. You know, depending on when you evaluate your risk, depending on what you feel, it's, it's, it's okay for you at the right, at the point in time. Okay. And the unique attributes of this wallet is this. You don't just put your money there and leave it there. The wallet has uh, uh, built-in investment options, low-risk investment options, that you can actually decide. Everything will be on the decision of the saver, right? You can actually decide and say, okay, um, we have uh, crowd staking, which actually uh, uh, models uh, the uh, ASUSU system that I mentioned to you. But in this regard, you don't actually uh, risk your capital, but you can get cash. You can get cash advance without risking your capital. So you can decide to pick the ASUSU system to get cash advance without risking your capital. Or you can decide to actually uh, lend through aggregated lending. Uh, 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 going to, we are aggregating uh, all these platforms, uh, the verified ones and the ones that are provably secure. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we aggregate them into the wallet so that our savers can uh, pick the best rates in the market mm-hmm. to actually lend uh, uh, their savings. You know, okay. and then get support for the lending. And as well, uh, uh, the crowdfunding part that I mentioned uh, about the traditional system, we build uh, a crowdfunding uh, system that can allow uh, 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 shift uh, uh, wallet users to actually put the early birds in, in investments or in, in startups that are actually verified. The rights watch is startups that are actually verified. So this is part of our long-term goal. We're going to put in a, a, a system and, uh, uh, and then professionals to verify 
startups to the list to make sure they are legit, you know, they, are, they have something they're really working on. And people can decide, oh, I want to be uh, early birds in, in, in this uh, startup. And I want to actually help as well to fund the startup. Aside from Project Catalyst, for instance, and then other DAOs that is coming up uh, uh, from uh, in, the, in the Cardano ecosystem, you find out that it is not actually uh, very easy for startups that do not have funding to, to get started. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Yeah, it's, that makes sense. It, 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 yes, it, it's not very easy. So we, if we evaluate, if professionals evaluate this startup to the least and find out that the chances of success is very high, you know, and they have uh, some, uh, a little bit of things, uh, some working system, MVP and all that. I don't, I don't, I can't actually uh, elaborate all the factors that would be considered mm. in, in picking a startup right now, but I'm trying to pick a, a picture of what the crowdfunding is going to be like. So okay. the server can decide to say, okay, I'm slushing this particular percentage of my fund to help the startup, you know, for a reward that will come up in, in future. Okay. Okay. So you, so you mentioned crowd, uh, crowd staking. Staking. Yep. Yeah. And then there'll be an option where you can uh, borrow or lend money or borrow lend. money. The, the, the borrow feature will not be there. Okay, so now, lend, so you can lend. Uh, and we your are money. just going to aggregate the lending part. Okay, the lend you can lend your money, and then you're going to aggregate the the uh, the different lending platforms out there that will return the the, the highest interest rate for the, your user. Yes, yeah, yes. and then there will also be some sort of um, would it be kind of like a launchpad where your users can invest. Oh. Of course, it, it's a launch pad. It's a launch pad. I have to use uh, the crowdfunding because I painted a picture of crowdfunding for farmers. Yeah. You know, yeah. for you. So it's a launch pad, of course. So there'll be potentially some way in the stake, um, your crowd staking, some of those rewards can be then reinvested into some of these, um, potentially these startup projects that have gone through some sort of uh, verification process. Yes. And then you know the the crowd can actually is it like uh, like the 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 uh, the uh, system that I mentioned for you. Yeah, people take cash advance from all the uh, participating members, you know, to to solve a problem, support their business, build, start a building project, or support their building project, pay tuition, and even in most in some cases, sort out bills and medical bills. So, but the unique thing about the crowd staking is uses the existing crowd, uh, the, the existing staking mechanism uh, that is in, in place in Cardano, but it actually makes it a little bit better where people can actually stake. But in this case, uh, uh, the way it works, in this case, you are staking, your money is there because normally if you are staking, your money is there for you, right? Mm-hmm. Then the rewards that is coming up from the group is shared among participants to solve problems, right? And the, the system is met in such a way that it's, going to, it's, it's fair. Nobody decides who gets first. You know, the algorithm automatically picks that you started the group or initiated a group does not mean you're going to be the first person to get, you know? But it's, it's the algorithm will decide all these things. 
and uh, there's a limit. There are other conditions like it's time-based. Yeah. A, a, a group do not run, run to infinity. It's time-based, and uh, there's a certain number of participants that can participate, and a certain amount that you can have, a constant amount that you can have to participate. Okay. And okay. So I think I'm understanding this. So are they got to, is there going to be one crowd staking pool within thrift finance or are they going to be a couple of these crowd? They are going to be, a, you a can, few. you as a user of true finance can initiate. Uh, okay. Okay. And then group. Okay. So and then you, specify the conditions for that group, but okay. you don't get any unique, you don't get any unique advantage for actually starting the group except for, specifying the conditions of the group. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So I think this is making more sense. So someone can initiate some, some uh, crowd staking pool. And then the people that then join that state crowd staking pool, you're kind of moving as, as one thing. So there's these conditions that uh, are agreed upon and you're using the rewards and kind of reinvesting them collectively as a unit. No, no, you, no. You, you get the first part, but you, you don't get the part of the rewards. Look at okay. it now. Let me take, for instance, you and I started, you, I the, uh, opened my wallet and, and initiated a crowd stake group. Okay. And the conditions that is in this group is this, that the minimum you have, the constant amount you must have to participate in the group that I initiated, it's 1,000 ADA or mm -hmm. ADA, mm -hmm. right? And then if you participate in, you must be willing to, uh, the duration of the group would last for one month. Okay. You know? And then I, 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 because I'm using you and I as example, I, and I said, I, I, I will only allow, uh, uh, okay, say, let me use, I will only allow four persons to participate in the group. The group is publicized. Mm -hmm. And uh, you as a user, you say, oh, uh, this group seems like uh, the perfect one for me. And you join. The other person joins, the other person joins, every one of us joining with 1,000 ADA. And once the group, the number of participants that the group uh, specified is complete, right? The amount is staked uh, and the time will start running. And the duration in this case is for one month. That means for the first week, if the algorithm picks me to be, uh, to be the lucky one, to be the first to get the reward, I will collect the reward of the four other participants while the initial amount that I stake is still there because I cannot remove it till the duration has uh, been exhausted, right? It's locked. So I collect the, uh, the, the, the rewards of the entire participants plus my own. And then I decide, oh, I want to use it to pay, pay some bills or mm -hmm. tuition or even reinvest it in the wallet. Maybe even lend it. Mm -hmm. I even use it for crowd, uh, for launch pad or crowd funding, right? Okay. Or even use it to whatever I want. You, you might need to use urgent, that kind of money for, right? And then the next week, the other person collects, and maybe the third week is your turn, you collect. And the last week, the last person collects. And once everyone gets their reward, the group is dissolved. And everyone gets their capital back. So the advantage of this is just like I told you, is modeling the SUSI system. We are a, a group of uh, civil servants come together and be contributing 50,000 50, every month to give the entire money to 
to uh, 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 one of their uh, participants, the next month, the other person collect, the next month, the other person collect. But in this case, you are not risking your capital because it's there in your wallet. Uh, I see, I see, I see. So that's thrift finance and that's the crowd staking pool, which is that one is feature. That is for crowd staking. Yeah. yeah. Which and is one an- feature for low risk investment. Yeah, yeah. And then you have the lending, which is aggregated amongst other kind of lending protocols on, on Cardano eventually when they come about. Uh, and then also the, the launch pad. Yes. And so you, you mentioned, um, I guess there is some problems that exist within the current financial system in, in Nigeria. And I imagine, you know, there's a lot of uh, problems in the financial system globally, and you're trying to address a few of these. What are some roadblocks, uh, I guess, associated with you trying to build this out in, in Nigeria? Is there a lot of people that are interested in crypto there? Are there some um, limitations maybe from like a, a government level building something like this in Nigeria? Like what does that look like as an entrepreneur like yourself trying to build this in, in Nigeria? First of all, uh, it is not, this project is not unique. It's not, a, it's not for Nigerians alone. Mm-hmm. The primary focus uh, would be Africa, specifically West Africa, and then it's growth to other African countries. Because uh, these systems that I mentioned, I mentioned are not unique to Nigerians. Other countries have their own, it might have different names based mm-hmm. on the language, but it's actually most, in most cases, it's almost the same thing, you know. And then when you come about, uh, uh, when you talk about cryptocurrency in Nigeria, it's, it's actually very popular in, in, it's becoming popular day by day in Nigeria. You know, okay. a lot of people are going into cryptocurrency either for, in, in cases I mentioned, either it means to protect their, their, uh, uh, themselves from inflation, you know, or mm-hmm. a means to, uh, a means to actually earn more money or even trade or even invest. You know, a lot of people day by day is becoming popular and popular. Though the government is not very keen on cryptocurrency, and I understand that, you know, because the, before, you, before you, you, the government can embrace uh, such technology, they have to go through some certain process. And I believe they are on that process right now. You know, the process uh, they, they will have to go to say, okay, we can allow this in the country for now and all that. So but the government do not disturb people from actually owning cryptocurrencies or making use of it, mm-hmm. you know. But the thing is, there's not any, any, uh, any uh, uh, policy in place for you to say it's official for people to actually, uh, the government actually officially say, okay, you can make use of it. But they don't prevent people. And there is no policy or law that stops people from actually using it, except yeah. the banks except the banks, because mm-hmm. uh, you, you, uh, the, I think the news came up a, a few, few months ago. You know, the banks cannot actually interface with uh, a, a cryptocurrencies company, yeah. like exchanges. Okay, so we're talking about your vision and, and the mission for Thrift Finance and the problems you're trying to solve. As a project at the moment, where are you guys sitting in terms of, development and ha- having a product 
where are you guys at in terms of that? Is it um, still at the kind of the the business plan level or are you in initial stages of building something out? Like, can you talk about maybe where you guys are at in terms of that? We are at the initial stage of building something out. Uh, currently, uh, our team comprises of uh, a Haskell developer, two Haskell developers, as a matter of fact, Bluetooth pioneer, and then uh, and then uh, and then with the recent uh, cohorts that I just started, uh, some of our Haskell developers I, I actually still joined the Bluetooth pioneer. So it has it's now more than one Bluetooth pioneer. That is yeah, you know, and then we have an, a, a Flutter developer, and then a front-end developer, and we, the team is in, is growing day by day based on our need. And the projects have already started. We started. We are at the stage of building. You know, we are actually uh, 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 at the last stages of our MVP. Okay, cool. So it it should it should be it should be yeah it should be it should be. I don't want to say a particular, give a particular deadline to the public right now, mm-hmm. but I know it's very soon. Uh, our MVP will be, will be, uh, uh, it could be, it, it should be live. Soonish. <laughs> Soonish. All right. And so if, if the MVP is around the corner ish, how can a, uh, people keep track of what you're doing. So how, how can people connect with through finance? Uh, how can they get involved in the project, support, help out, or just um, subscribe to any updates and news? Yeah, you could subscribe to updates as well. You, you, uh, uh, people can actually support by following our uh, official uh, ch- channels. Like Twitter handle and then Instagram handle, but mostly it's Twitter handle and even joining our Discord, you know, you know for discussion and everything. And then you, you we are coming uh, officially. We'll be participating in the next uh, catalyst. Okay, you know, for funding, right as well. So people can actually support by voting. You know, uh, people that are buying into the idea of. And, the, and see the value we are trying to create because this project is not a, it's not just about uh, helping financial inclusion in Africa. It's actually Probably. also good for uh, uh, Cardano adoption in Africa. Yeah. Right? Because the more people use Swift wallets, they are getting to know Cardano. This, it, it just have to work. Both of them have to just come along at yeah. the same time. Yeah. So, and then... Uh, 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 another way, uh, uh, we're quite open now, you know, to a lot of once, like if you're joining the Discord group, the discussions and everything, you know, contributions and everything, we are open to all this, you know. That is just one of the ways people could actually help. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Twitter, you have Twitter, you have Discord, you have your, your website, and you have so the project catalyst proposal, that's is that for fund five or is that the next one, fund six? The, the next fund six, uh, the fund six, I think that is August. Okay. All right. So keep an eye out for that. And that's a big one for any of these ideas. Um, if you haven't already, I say this a lot, um, join project catalyst on idea scale and you could go on there and you can see uh, various 
idea proposals out there, such as um, Thrift Finance, which will be up there for, for the next one. And there's a range of other ones out there. And you can, like, it's inspiring just seeing projects out there, new ones. It's That's a benefit. It's inspiring for you just looking at that and maybe you'll do something similar, but then you can also help these projects by voting for them. And then eventually, um, you know, if they get enough votes, they can receive funding and that's really uh, critical and important. So that's a big one to help you, you guys out. So we'll keep an eye out that, uh, an eye out for that one on fund six, um, thrift finance. Uh, we could probably talk forever, but I want to try to keep these podcasts, um short ish uh but i have one one last question at at the end but before i get to that one is there anything you wanted to touch on before we finish up that i've missed okay uh, um yeah um one of the things like i've really i've touched it a little bit and but i might still touch it again which is mm-hmm. uh tree finance it's about um keep pin the power of personal finance in the hands of people that are actually uh, saving or the owners of this uh, uh, finan- uh, money and all that, you know? So we are giving the power to people to actually be in control of what they own and make better decisions by actually putting uh, the fund in low-risk investment so just to help them grow their finances. So as well, uh, to finance... Uh, uh, it's a means for uh, Cardano to be more popular, to be uh, adopted even more in Africa and in Nigeria. This is just uh, our major goal. Okay, and that's that's a really important thing, this idea of if you can prov- provide a service or a tool or a platform like Thrift Finance, which allows the user to have more ownership and control over their money, and how they use it through savings or lending, then that is a good thing. The more control that they can have, the more ownership they can have over their money makes sense, especially if we have a tool like uh, cryptocurrency and Cardano, which enables that sort of functionality. So that's, um, I guess, in a nutshell, what you're trying to do with Thrift Finance. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, last question, which is a... uh, a general question, a general Cardano related question. Um, and wait, before I say it, like I said before, we could probably talk forever. So maybe, maybe down the track, we could get you on again and um, we can talk about, I guess, once you have an MVP, maybe once you have the MVP, we can talk about that. Um, but the general, the last question at the end is what excites you the most about the future of Cardano? Okay. Um, for me, Cardano is is more of is more than uh, another cryptocurrency blockchain, you know that is out there. For me, Cardano means equity. You know, for me, Cardano means um, uh, giving power to uh, giving a voice to the voiceless, right? For me, Cardano means uh, equality. You know. All these things, uh, uh, it's what Cardano means for me. And a lot, lots of uh, 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 good things about Cardano that I admire. And for the fact that Cardano actually uh, also is looking towards Africa, it's 
personal to me, you know, I'm from Africa, right? And then is this blockchain that actually very interested in helping us solve a lot of problems. It's actually, uh, yeah, it makes me very happy. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please feel free to subscribe. Uh, And also, if you like our content, then make sure to check us out on social media with the handle Cardano Source. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.